Welcome to the Marketing Stir Podcast by Starista. Pro- probably the most entertaining marketing podcast you're going to put in your ear. I'm Ben, the associate producer here at Starista. The goal of this podcast is to chat with industry leaders and get their take on the current challenges of the market. And we'll have a little fun along the way. In today's episode, Vincent and AJ chat with Kelly Butler, Director of Marketing Content at Business Solver. She talks about the importance of utilizing marketing channels and targeting the right audience, whether it's online or print. Vincent can dance and AJ can sing. Give it a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Starista's The Marketing Stir. I, of course, am your host, working with some new equipment here, ladies and gentlemen, so hopefully I'm coming in crystal clear. It's so good to be here The Marketing Stir. I'm Vincent Petrofessa. Starista's Vice President of B2B Products and Partnerships, still Interim General Manager. I love that title. I still have it. Who knows how much longer, but it's been a while, almost a year, AJ. I had that uh, that title. That, of course, is our co-host. I'll get to him in a moment, but let's pause. Let's talk about Starista for just 30 seconds. The elevator pitch. That's all you're going to get out of us, Starista. It's not about us. It's about the guest. It's about you, the listener. Strista, we are a marketing technology company. We own our own data, business to business, business to consumer. We help people get new customers. Who couldn't use new customers? We also own our own DSP called Adster. We can help with the connected TV. That's new. A lot of people using that, even on the B2B side. That's an emerging channel there. Display, OTT, email me, vincent at strista.com. I love hearing from you about our services. I also love hearing about the podcast. Thank you for the positivity. I also like that you are now coming up to me. This is like a real cool moment, AJ. I don't know if you've been a lot of conferences lately, but people coming up to me. Hey man, I love that podcast. You guys are making some sweet music. I said, thank you. I really appreciate that. So speaking of sweet music, the maestro right there, he's the, he's on the base, ladies and gentlemen. He's our CEO, my co-host, Live from San Antonio, Mr. AJ Gupta. What's up, AJ? Sweet music. I guess we'll have to start doing some karaoke together, Winston. Exactly. I've heard you do karaoke. Not many people have heard me do it. It's kind of a mystery whether I can sing or not, but I've heard you do it. You've got the voice. Uh, you got honey in your voice, AJ. Uh, I, I, I guess you, you, you can dance. I can sing. We seem to have beginnings of a band, maybe. Bidding, yeah, hidden talents. People are like, <laughs> like, what's the... What's the thing that shocks them the most about when, when, yeah, when they meet me? It's like, I am an amazing dancer. People are like, you're, you're 6'1", 220 pounds. I was like, you move like a little angel. I said, thank you so much. That last part I added in. That, that was all me. No one's actually <laughs> ever said that to me. I say I move like an angel. How does an angel move? No one knows. Anyway, it's good to, it's good to hear from you. We're recording. I love the Friday podcast. It's relaxed, right? We have an amazing guest. I would... Again, I already chatted with her. I feel like I know her. One of the, one of the great ones, one of the cool ones. But uh, looking forward to having you. When this airs, you would have already been visiting in New York City. It would have been, it would have been, it's already a great trip. I can tell we've got an amazing lineup. We've got a VIP cocktail reception going on. Anyone listening? Well, it'll be too late. Sorry, maybe the next one, but <laughs> it will be a good one. So looking forward to that. What, what are you looking forward to when you come here to, to the Big Apple, as they call it? Yeah, I think this is our first in-person event. I mean, we've had a few internal ones. This is the first one that's external facing. So 
looking forward to seeing some of our clients and prospects uh, out in a uh, kind of going about in a normal setting. So uh, that, that should be pretty exciting. Absolutely. I agree. I think it's going to be a fun time. We are going to have, it's New York City. The weather should hold up nicely. It'll be 90 degrees this weekend here in uh, mm. late May or early June, but it will be great to see you. Let's get right into it. I love getting into it. People are like, all right, we get it. You guys, you know, we're going to have some fun, New York, but let's get to our amazing guest, a company called Business Solver. We're going to learn about it, but we have a very amazing guest. She's really fun. Ladies and gentlemen, she's the director of marketing content, Kelly Butler. What's going on, Kelly? Hey, Vincent. Hi, AJ. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Oh, absolutely. We're glad to have you calling in from DC, our okay. uh, neighbor to the, I don't know where it is from New York. Was it East, West? Uh, South. South, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Exactly, right? Yes. Yeah. I've been there a few times. Uh, never did that eighth grade trip that a lot of people do to DC. Everyone's like, they tell me about, oh, we went on this great yep. trip. Like, Your school just had more money than mine. That's apparently oh. what that is. <laughs> so Kelly, we're happy that you're here. Thank you for joining us on uh, a Friday to the Marketing Stir. We welcome you. Kelly, talk to us. I'd like to get right into it. Let's talk about Business Solver. I would love to learn more about the, the organization, have our listeners learn more. Talk about your specific role, content. I, you know, I love hearing that. We haven't had too many people on the podcast dedicated to the content. We'd love to hear about it. Sure, of course. And I love to talk about it. So it's great. Uh, Business Solver is a mid-sized technology company that specializes in software and services that help employers connect their employees to their benefits. So our technology platform is uh, the connective tissue, basically, between what an employer would offer its employees from a benefits perspective and the employee experience with those benefits. So when you enroll uh, in your medical plan, in um, a flexible spending account, if you uh, have access to one, or a health savings account, um, any life insurance that your employer adds, or any disability uh, buy-ups that you might want to make. Um, the Business Solver platform helps connect all of that. Um, and then at the same time, does some communication and education um, to help people understand those benefits a little bit better. Um, most people don't think about their benefits very much beyond that two week window when people say they have to enroll. Uh, and so we help to provide a, a space and a hub for people to engage uh, year round as they need to, depending on their life event, their family status, uh, or just their general needs. Yeah, very interesting and very necessary. Um, Absolutely. Talk to us, Kelly. We, we love this question. It's one of our staples. We have a few that our listeners love hearing about, especially because we have a lot of students and there's a lot of entry level um, guests, I'm sorry, listeners listening to the podcast. Talk to us how you got into marketing. We always love to hear that path. Yeah, so I uh, thought that my path into marketing was unique, and I have learned over the course of my career that it is very much not. Uh, so I started out as a journalist, uh, was a journalism and communication major in college, and then got right into the journalism field. I was very fortunate um, to find a job right away, uh, lots of empathy and love to my 
Gen Zs that are getting ready to graduate, trying to hunt for that first job. Um, but yeah, started out at a really small uh, trade publication and learned the ins and outs of publishing. We were still publishing in print uh, back then. And so uh, learned all about the editorial process, uh, how it relates to advertising and metrics related to um, running a publication. And then ultimately was able to become editor-in-chief of a publication of my own. So, uh, and magazine called Employee Benefit News, uh, which is a trade publication that's specifically for HR and employee benefits professionals telling their stories uh, about their successes, their struggles uh, within the industry as they try to connect their people to uh, the benefits that they offer. And so I did that for almost a decade and had all three of my kids um, during my time there. And then after my third maternity leave, realized that no one had really missed me all that much. Uh, cool. And that perhaps I had uh, trained my team uh, and developed my team a little bit too well. And that maybe it was time to take my cue as to start looking for uh, the next leap in my career. Uh, and around that same time, I reached out to a source, uh, someone who I had called multiple times to interview about uh, benefits and how to communicate them well. And she said, have you ever thought about marketing? She was like, you're a great communicator. You know a lot about benefits. Have you ever thought about marketing that? And I was like, huh, yeah, that could be something. And so parlayed that into my very first marketing role um, with a marketing communications agency that specialized only in employee benefits. And then from there, uh, turned that into marketing roles uh, with various benefits technology companies, which is what led me to business owner. <laughs> so Kelly, talking about your current role a little bit more, you know, what are some of the channels and strategies that are working for you guys? So obviously um, the internet is a thing. <laughs> and so we do very little uh, with print anymore. And when we do um, do print messaging for uh, marketing purposes, it's very targeted, uh, as you would imagine, very segmented to different buyer personas or um, specific milestones in the buyer journey. Um, but other than that, everything that we do is digital. And so in my role at Business Solver, I lead the content team uh, in creating all of our thought leadership, all of our brand messaging, and how to amplify the Business Solver story and amplify the brand ambassadors that we use um, to tell the Business Solver story and the message, make it really cohesive and tight uh, online. We know those attention spans are short uh, with really engaging uh, digital visuals as well. Kelly, are there any common hiccups in the benefit enrollment process and how do you ensure a smooth onboarding? Yeah, so I mean, I think that it's a common misperception that benefits only really matter uh, in two points in your life when you start a new job and when you have a life event. So if your life changes in some huge way, if you get married, if you have a baby, if um, you enter into a caregiving situation or have an unexpected illness, um, those are the times when people think about their benefits most. But the um, thing that Business Solver tries to get across uh, with our clients and by extension their employees is that your benefits are working for you all the time, whether you 
realize it or not. Uh, and you're paying for them every two weeks out of your paycheck. And so that consistent year round engagement outside of that uh, enrollment window and outside of that life event uh, situation is when we really try to communicate and engage. So that's where most of the hiccups do occur is that people aren't thinking in those terms. And so we try to capture moments in time um, that align to benefits information. So for example, milestones uh, according to age and making sure that um, you know gender uh, specific healthcare is something that we're communicating and making sure to be like, hey, by the way, your plan covers this at 100%, go ahead and make that appointment. And there's a service within uh, the Business Solver platform that helps people book those appointments, find providers that are in network uh, and just make that um, process really seamless so that those hiccups uh, decrease and the way that people engage with their benefits uh, feels more organic and consistent. Kelly, do you pull from your journalism background to really help you now with the content side? 100%. I mean, as a journalist, there was not many things that I disliked or deleted more quickly than a press release. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I'm constantly thinking about that in my role now, uh, thinking, okay, will a journalist read this? If not, why not? How can we change it? How can we punch it up? How can we bring the message uh, forward so that they'll make it past that first paragraph? Um, so definitely thinking about ways that um, we can connect with journalists and media. I mean, we still need those folks more than ever to help amplify and drive our message forward. Uh, and so it's been really helpful uh, to have that background and know kind of what the people on that side of the table uh, want and need to hear. And let's talk about this as well, because, you know, Business Solver, as far, you know, benefits, employee benefits, there's other very large provider or companies out there that people uh, may, may know of, uh, you know, what's, what separates business offer? What's, what's the differentiator? Yeah, so I like to think of Business Solver not necessarily as a small fish uh, in a small pond. I think that we're more like a baby shark in a small pond. Uh, we're, we're small but mighty. Um, and I think that what sets us apart is our people. 100% uh, when we go into situations where we're trying to win new business, uh, we hear that more often than not, it's uh, the solvers who come and make that connection, who speak to teams uh, with genuine and authenticity uh, from the heart, uh, talking about what our organization is capable of, what we promise to deliver. Um, and that is a big part of our brand message as well. I think it's just as important as the product we produce. Um, at the end of the day, uh, code is binary, ones and zeros uh, to make it work, uh, but it's the people that drive it forward. And we like to call that technology with heart. <laughs> Kelly, can you share us any exciting news or anything that's up and coming for the company? Oh, of course. Um, so right now, Business Solver is about four weeks out. We're about a month away from our annual conference. Uh, we call it Vision, um, just as a way of thinking forward, right? Um, you want your vision to be 2020 at all times. Um, we're not big fans of hindsight at Business Solver. We always want to be forward thinking uh, and forward leaning. And so our vision event is always themed around just that, um, how to capture uh, those strategies and the data and the insights to keep your organization uh, looking forward and moving forward on behalf of um, your people. 
And so this year, uh, we obviously have to acknowledge and address the great resignation. And so our vision event will be talking about how if the great resignation is the disease, then culture is the cure. And so we've uh, got a great speaker lineup um, ready to talk about all of that and uh, really drive those messages home from different um, topic perspectives. So we're going to be talking about burnout and mental health and addressing that for your employees um, as they try to hang on um, as we're even easing out of the pandemic, like the mental health uh, effects are still lingering for a lot of people. Uh, we're gonna be talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion, uh, how to make your employees of all stripes, races, ages, demographics, um, abilities, um, feel seen, heard, and valued, and understood in the workplace. So talking about that, um, talking a lot about how to create an authentic culture uh, and what that looks like for each individual organization, understanding that that's uh, a very um, insular kind of enterprise, trying to think about that uh, culture and how to create that in a way that's organic um, to to any individual organization. Um, so that's gonna be happening June 23rd and 24th. Um, if you are interested, uh, I will always make the shameless plug. It's businesssolver.com slash vision. Uh, and you can check out the agenda, uh, all of our speaker lineup uh, and register right there for free. And Kelly, is this an online event or uh, it in is. person? It is normally an in-person event, but we are still um, out of just an abundance of caution for everyone involved, uh, making it a virtual event this year. Uh, but we definitely hope to be seeing people in person again at Vision uh, in 2023. Gotcha. So related to that, you know, how obviously events have, a lot of events have gone virtual, but how mm -hmm. else has the pandemic affected the company and the messaging and the employees? I mean, it's made it, so I definitely feel for our product team. Um, they've had to do a lot of quick pivots in terms of how we can create a nimble enough platform to respond to all of uh, the different needs that our clients are facing uh, through the pandemic. So we quickly uh, innovated to create a tracking system um, that would help employers um, be able to have employees upload their vaccination status uh, if that was something that they um, felt was necessary to their organization, especially if they were bringing employees back to work on site um, and a compliant and uh, safe and secure way for employees to feel comfortable uploading that information and a safe and secure way for employers to keep track of it just for uh, health and emergency purposes. Um, there were also a lot of changes legally, uh, different subsidies for different benefits, uh, different subsidies for COBRA. Uh, a lot of employers had the unfortunate uh, decision to have to lay off employees. And so uh, we manage COBRA on the Business Solver platform as well for benefits continuation if the worst happens and you lose your job uh, in all of this. Um, so it was a very busy time. Uh, and mostly we try to communicate, over-communicate with our uh, clients as much as possible, um, knowing that information and knowledge is power uh, to help them make the best decisions that they could, uh, usually on a very short notice. <laughs> Kelly, I wanna get into some of the specifics, uh, you know, Business Solver, what it is that you all do. What do you think is the most important aspect for onboarding a new employee? Um, I think making sure that you put a culture stake in the ground uh, right from the beginning and that's uh, that your benefits are usually the first way that new hires um, 
experience an organizational culture. So when you think about, yes, I'm accepting the offer and I'm joining this new organization. Usually the thing that comes right after that is, you know, what kind of computer do you need? Um, and here's our benefits package. And that is usually the first door um, that an employee gets into what it's going to be, what it's going to be like really working at this organization. Am I going to be on a Mac or a PC? And do I have a PPO? Do I have an HMO? What does that look like? What does it cover? How deep and vast is the network? Uh, if I have a mental health challenge, are there benefits and coverage for that? Who do I reach out to for help and assistance? Uh, I'm a caregiver or I'm a parent. Uh, where are the benefits that help me manage that part of my life? Um, and so I think that that infusing your culture into your benefits package is uh, underestimated um, by a lot of employers, uh, but I think is the really um, big important first step for employers to take in making sure that that employee feels immediately um, seen and valued uh, within that organization. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Also, Kelly, I wanted to talk about, you had mentioned, so business solver, it could be the only benefits package, only benefit software, or you could kind of plug in or add additional value, say someone already has one. So I, I want to ask you, what are kind of the pros and cons of being, I would say, carrier agnostic? <laughs> uh, we love that term. We uh, use it all the time. <laughs> um, but yes, I mean, carrier agnosticism is an important part of driving our business forward. Uh, without it, I don't know that we would be as successful as an organization. So just being nimble um, and meeting our clients where they are in terms of both their um, technology capability and functionality and where they're looking to go. Um, so we always like to say uh, stabilization uh, and then personalization. So we meet you where you are and we figure out what uh, systems or technology you're using now. What do you absolutely want and need to keep? Uh, and then where would you like to be, you know, in a perfect world uh, five, 10 years from now? Uh, from a benefits perspective. And so we help to bridge that gap uh, with the different technologies that we offer and being carrier agnostic saying like, okay, if these are the carriers that you're using now, awesome. Uh, but we also have some partnerships over here that might be uh, additive in terms of value um, and creating that one singular benefits hub uh, for all of your employees. And Kelly, given that benefits is usually not a very sexy topic, how do you make that uh, engaging? Well, first of all, I disagree. Uh, <laughs> I have spent uh, most of my 20 plus year career in the benefits industry in one way or another. Uh, and I am someone who gets bored easily. And so if it was boring, I definitely would have been out of here a long, long time ago. Um, so maybe not sexy per se, but definitely interesting, definitely engaging and definitely vital. Um, 125 million, uh, give or take, people all across this country get their benefits from their employer. Uh, and Business Solver helps uh, nearly a thousand companies uh, to do that and do that well. Um, and especially during the pandemic, uh, reaching into people's homes through the screen to really engage uh, and communicate with them in a way uh, and during a time when a lot was uncertain and providing that certainty, providing that security, that safety uh, has just been invaluable. And I think that a lot of people, um, and I hate that there was a 
global pandemic that made it necessary. I think a lot of people really realized um, how important their benefits are and are learning a lot more about them as a result. And that's really gratifying. Okay, this is a fun one. So as an ex-journalist who likes to read and write, what, what book recommendations do you have that uh, you've read recently? Oh, uh, very recently I read uh, Bad Feminist uh, by Roxane Gay. Uh, and so learned a lot about taking my uh, quote unquote bad feminism uh, into the world uh, and driving that forward uh, from a DE&I perspective. I think it's really important um, to be an advocate as well as an ally uh, for all of the groups where you're uh, identities intersect. And so that was a really great read uh, for me personally uh, that I'm hoping to uh, make additive to my professional life as well. Uh, and then right now I'm reading The Storyteller uh, by Dave Grohl. Uh, I'm a huge uh, 90s baby. So a big fan of Nirvana and all things grunge, nice. uh, big fan of the Foo Fighters as well. And so uh, getting to read Dave's story from uh, his own perspective of um, that whole time is just fascinating. I, I am a uh, 90s uh, kid. I, I graduated college in 2000. 1990 was middle school, so sixth, seventh, eighth grade, right. all the way through. Uh, guess who I just saw live the other day on Wednesday, Kelly? The Offspring. Remember The Offspring? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's taking us back. I remember where 1996 listening to songs. Yeah, it was right okay. here in South Street Seaport. But I saw the Foo Fighters. I didn't, you know, wow. that's a good recommendation. I didn't realize there was a book out there. I, I, uh, yeah. I can check that one out. Love, love me some Dave Grohl. Saw the Foo Fighters uh, live as well. So uh, that's also yeah, the Offspring. They still brought it. They still brought that heat. Wow, that's it a was, Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, AJ? You, you're you're around that time. You're not much younger than me. What's, uh, you remember The Offspring? Of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, you're a little I, bit older, but- uh, Got no self-esteem. Yeah, they're, uh, <laughs> they rocked it out. Um, love it, love that we share that. Uh, I wanted to talk about something that, AJ, you and I were just talking about this. We were just, uh, you know, emailing about it. Empathetic leadership. Mm. What, 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 do you, what is, to you, empathetic leadership? Um, so, I mean, empathy at its root is just the ability to take the perspective of another person. Um, you know, all the cliches, walk a mile in their shoes, see the see life through their eyes. Um, all of that is uh, empathetic living. And then when you do that on behalf of people that you work with uh, and whose careers you've been uh, tasked to help shape and lead, uh, that's empathetic leadership. Um, and I think that it's a very individualized pursuit. Um, not We're all born with uh, the capacity to develop empathy, but at different uh, degrees. And so I think that uh, flexing your empathy muscles, uh, it's a skill that can be learned, is a really important uh, component of successful leadership. Um, because the people that you lead ultimately want to feel seen uh, and valued for exactly who they are. Um, as individuals and the only way to do that um, and to give them great uh, and successful careers uh, as a result is through empathy. So I'm a huge component uh, advocate for empathetic leadership. Nice, yeah, as are we. I, I wanna talk about because you know, benefits packages, 
today are not our grandfather's benefits no. package, right? There's not a lot of, not <laughs> at all, right? And it's, so I just want to talk about advice on building out kind of an inclusive benefit strategy. So, I mean, I think that that's different for every employer. Um, I think that now with employers um, mostly working either in a full remote or some sort of hybrid uh, workplace uh, setup, it's important to think um, from coast to coast uh, about and border to border about uh, what people need from their benefits. Um, what people need from their benefits and expect uh, from their benefits, frankly, is gonna be different uh, in the Pacific Northwest as opposed to uh, LA County, as opposed to Houston, as opposed to uh, Des Moines, Iowa, where Business Solver is headquartered. And so I think that employers who don't think um, in that holistic way, uh, again, with that empathy, uh, thinking about what others need and others' perspectives um, is the, is uh, to their detriment if they're not thinking in those terms. And so thinking uh, first about, uh, I think, empathy and will automatically make your benefit strategy more inclusive uh, because you're thinking about people uh, across all stripes and spectrums of life uh, as opposed to your personal experience. So Kelly, this is a question we like to ask all of our guests. Uh, so one of the things that probably happens to you is you get a lot of unsolicited messages on LinkedIn. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so the question is this, what's a message that really annoys you and one that is likely to get a response from you? Uh, one that annoys me is um, when people haven't done their homework. Um don't really have a good idea of what I do, my role within uh, my organization, what I'm responsible for. Um, if you're messaging me on LinkedIn, it's because you've checked my LinkedIn profile. And so those are things that you can know or discern uh, and things that you should incorporate into your message. So if you have clearly no idea uh, what I do specifically, uh, and it seems like a pretty cut and pasted uh, generic uh, message that is automatically getting uh, moved to archive. And then on the flip side of that, I mean, when, I mean, I know that salespeople and business development reps have a really difficult job um, to have to reach out and hear nothing or uh, worse, hear no right back. Uh, I, I can't imagine. I'm not built for that kind of rejection. Um, so <laughs> I'm glad and I empathize uh, that they do. Um, so, but you got to do your homework, right? Um, so people that uh, lift a line from my LinkedIn profile uh, or notice uh, and congratulate uh, me on, you know, some of the accomplishments that are listed there, some of the things that I've said uh, that Business Solver is working on or things that I've liked or celebrated uh, from other uh, people in my network, uh, always uh, at least get me uh, to read the whole message, uh, if not respond, if it's a fit. Uh, and if it's not, I'm happy to refer them to someone else in my network who might be more open and receptive, um, but you got to do your homework first, for sure. <laughs> and I've started doing is, uh, so I mean, obviously it's very annoying when somebody keeps messaging you over and over, but yeah. some of the SDRs, uh, now I'm thinking, oh, this is somebody I should hire. They seem uh, annoyingly persistent, but it might be good if they're working for us instead. <laughs> That's always like a really difficult call to make um, yeah. because I am uh, 
firm in the anti camp of harassment marketing. Um, and I think that persistence and harassment, there's a very thin oh, yeah. line in between. Yes, absolutely. No, I agree. But, but one of the things you said, I, I like because, well, we've gotten some feedback from people where they say, even if it's the no, even if you give a no, that, that they're happy. There's, there's a button on LinkedIn where you can simply hit no, I'm not interested, especially if it's uh, one of those like a uh, in-mail. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I took time to read it. No, but yeah, harassment marketing. Yeah, that's uh, that is a term. That is. <laughs> it is, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, AJ. Yeah, no, uh, the last one for me is a little bit more on the personal side because we like to uh, mix it up a little bit. So what, what are some of the hobbies that you have? What do you like to do for fun? Uh, obviously I love to read, uh, for fun. Um, uh, I just am in love with words. Uh, and so love to read. Uh, I also write, I also journal quite a bit, um, and have been working on a book for the better part of two years. Um, so working on, uh, finalizing that. And yes, I do even write in my spare time. Um, so we'll see where that journey takes me next. Um, but other than that, if I'm not doing something word related, uh, I'm hanging out with my people. Uh, so I have a wonderful husband, three wonderful children, and they are just the light of my heart and my life. And so any time that I get to spend with them, I have two teenagers. Um, so it's, it's, it's not a lot of time. Um, <laughs> they, don't, <laughs> they don't want to be with mom all the time. Yeah. They don't want to hang with mom so much anymore. Uh, so any moments that I can steal away uh, are definitely cherished ones. That's awesome. And Kelly, finally, just some closing thoughts, some advice for people out there, marketing, trying to get into the business. Just love to hear those final thoughts. Yeah. Um, I always tell people to find a mentor, um, no matter where you're at in your career uh, or in your life, you always are going to need that village of people. Uh, if not that one person uh, who gets you uh, in all aspects of your life and has no other vested interest uh, in it other than helping it be as big and beautiful as possible. Um, and I have been so very fortunate to have a lot of mentors in my life personally, professionally, uh, to help me navigate working motherhood, uh, career changes. Um, I mean, I changed industries, I changed uh, career paths uh, at a probably very inopportune time um, and couldn't have done that and been successful at it uh, without the mentoring relationships that I had. So I definitely would encourage people to find a mentor. It doesn't even necessarily have to be someone in your industry um, or someone who is in your exact profession, but someone who understands you and where you need to go and has a network that can help you get there. Yeah, I, I like that. And then also just don't be scared to do it, right? I, I talked to, we talked yeah. to our interns about it. And as we're hiring interns, it's, you know, we, we preach that. Don't, don't be scared. I mean, if someone, if you reach out to someone and, and he or she doesn't get back to you or doesn't have time and, and you're a student or you're eager to learn, like, that's not, that's not cool. So, you know, most people will. Yes, they reach will. Reach back out to you, even if they don't have the time or they could recommend someone else. Mm -hmm. I uh, love that advice. That has been, this has been awesome, Kelly. Thank you so much. Your passion shines through. Thank That's you. Kelly Butler, ladies and gentlemen, the Director of Marketing Content at Business Solver. Check out Business Solver Go. There's a, a, a conference coming up. Check mm -hmm. that out. It's open to all. You can, it's virtual. 
Yep. And, Open to uh, all, free to all. <laughs> free to all. It's virtual. Join. It'll be helpful. Benefits are very serious business. People now are looking at companies based on their benefits. The great resignation, as, as you said, it's other factors nowadays. It's, it's not all just about, it's not maybe not all about money. So it's, no, there's other things that come into play. Kelly, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for joining us on The Marketing Stir. I hope our listeners love it. I know they will. I'm Vincent Petrofessa. That's Kelly. That's AJ Gupta. This has been another episode of The Marketing Stir. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to The Marketing Stir podcast by Starista. Please like, rate, and subscribe. If you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, please email us at themarketingstir at starista.com. And thanks for listening.